Welcome back to the Scoop College Basketball Podcast. We are back for our last conference preview of the season. It is 921 Central Time, 39 minutes till college basketball starts. So I'll be overlapping a little bit, but like uh let's let me see if you can see this on okay. This is was a bad idea. But yeah, 921. So you can see. Well, I don't know how to do this. Um this is this is this is bad. Um I was trying to show you that. I just uh Maybe it'd be better if I pulled up my phone to time. So yeah, you you can see it's nine twenty two now, but I'm doing all this before college basketball officially starts. Yeah, that that was that was a failed experiment. But so we're just saying, even though this will be posted after the season is officially underway, I'm going going into all this with no knowledge about any of the results happening um in the actual season. So yeah, ACC preview. Um, and Ken Palm, they were the seventh best conference last year, which is good in the grand scheme of things but it's terrible when you're an acc and you're a power six conference and not in the top six conferences in ken palm not the most ideal situation but miami did make the final four duke made a round of 32 virginia lost in the first round Pitt made a round of 32 and nc state lost in the first round those were teams in the tournament notably not north carolina in the tournament last season um yeah but the yeah acc had a rough year um outside of miami obviously making the final four but let's see some of the all conference guys. Um, let's see, I think I might have lost my all conference. Um, yeah, so just pulling up the all conference members from last year's team. Um, last year's conference, Isaiah Wong, uh, from Miami, he exhausts his algebra or he went and started his pro career. Armando Baycott back in North Carolina, Tyree Appleby exhausts his eligibility. Hunter Tyson exhausted his eligibility. Jamarius Burton exhausted his eligibility. Kyle Filipowski back at Duke. Tracravian Smith, NC State, started his pro career. And Jerk Howell Joyner from NC State exhausted his eligibility. Jordan Miller from Miami exhausted his eligibility. And Blake Hinton is back at Pitt. Former third team, Norchad O'Meara back at Miami. PJ Hall back at Clemson. Kia Clark exhausted his eligibility. Jesse Edwards transferred to West Virginia. And Reese Beekman is back at Virginia. So yeah, some solid amount of returning talent there. Um, but anyway, move, moving to the uh, let's see, moving let's see, how many coaching changes do we have in the conference? Let's take a look at that first. Um, let's see what jobs turned over. Um, Georgia Tech, Damon Stoudemire's new head coach, they're replacing Josh Pastner. A move that I think is going to be really great. Um, Louisville did not change over yet but maybe it should very soon notre dame um mike shrewsbury is a new head man in town replacing mike bray who uh stepped down at the end of last season shrewsbury was really good coach at penn state and definitely a rising star in industry jim Beheim out at syracuse finally after a lot of time um i say finally because he was kind of reaching his end um he he was getting less effective but adrian autry assistant head coach um is the new head coach in town. So yeah, those are the three new head coaches in the conference. So yeah, so a few coaching changes. Um, I, I like all the hires. I think they will end up being good, but moving to my all conference personal teams, Um, my player of the year is Kyle Filipowski from Duke. Not, not a super controversial pick. I think he's pretty consensus pick for player of the year. Duke is going to be one of the best teams in the country and um, Filipowski should really, should really establish himself and one of the best players in the country. He should be fully healthy now coming back from some surgery he had this offseason, but he is 
absolutely good to go now. Uh, Nigel Pack from Miami's guy of my first team will definitely take a jump without uh, Isaiah Wong in the backcourt. Pack can really shoot the ball. Should see some more volume this year. Tyrese Proctor from Duke, another guy I have. Another really noted breakout can. Everyone knows he's going to have a huge breakout. Everyone seems to think that All-American candidate. Um, end the season strong. Should be in for a big year, too. P.J. Hall for Clemson, a guy I really like. Really skilled forward. Um, Should really be able to make an impact this year with he's fully healthy going into the season. And last player of my first team is Armando Baycott. Really elite rebounder. Should uh should still provide the Tar Heels with a lot this season. Um, moving on to my second team, I have Judah Mitch from Syracuse. Really put up some good stats his freshman year. Should have a little more team success this year, in my opinion. So I think that'll help. Um, obviously going to sophomore year, he's a definitely an NBA draft prospect. Was really gonna put up some good scoring passing numbers. Mitch is a guy I'm really high on. Um. R.J. Davis from North Carolina, another guy that's going to put up some good scoring numbers. I think he's a good player in the backcourt. I think he was definitely going to be a little bit better backcourt with Caleb Love not there. Just wasn't efficient, effective player last year. So Davis is better. was a better out to last year, at least. Um, I have Blake Hinson from Pitt, returning all-conference guy. Really surprisingly good last year. I mean, he just hadn't played basketball for a few years going into last year, so... It was a good sight to see him be so still on top of his game. Um, Norchad O'Meara, I threw on there. Um, going to be a very solid rebounder for Miami. Physical inside big man, even though he's only 6'7", he's still an elite of the elite rebounders. Good defender as well. Um, really strong player. My last player on my second team is Quinton Post for Boston College. He's a player I really like and I think could really uh, – Really skilled big, definitely underrated nationally. Uh, moving to my third team, I have Reese Beekman for Virginia. Really elite defender. Everyone always thinks he's going to break out. I don't know if he is, but I know he's at least an elite defender at the very least. So I think he's someone I could definitely see a solid role. Same same role, I think, but still going to be solid. Um, Jeremy Roach, returning guard for Duke. Solid backcourt player. Probably going to take a little bit of it. The Proctor is probably going to be the main guy in the backcourt this year, but Roach still a very solid starter in this conference and for a really good team. Threw Sean Padula on there for Virginia Tech. Going to be a solid point guard. He's going to get some solid scoring numbers, passing numbers. Should take a big jump, especially with Rodney Rice leaving Virginia Tech. Padula should take an increase in numbers there. Hunter Salas for Wake Forest. I think he's going to be great under Steve Forbes. Steve Forbes really knows how to ditch, make transfers come out of nowhere. And Salas, I think, is next guy in that list, former five-star recruit. Didn't see a ton of success at Gonzaga, but showed some flashes. Um, my final guy is Matthew Cleveland from Miami. I think he's going to do a perfect job of replacing the Jordan Miller role. Should fit right into that. Um, I think with development, he will get a little bit better than he was at Florida State. Um, I think he should be a very valuable player for... The Hurricanes, which that segues perfectly into my top 10 transfer list because I have Cleveland at number one. Um, number two, I have Joseph Gerard III in conference transfer, as is Cleveland. Um, Gerard coming from Syracuse to Clemson. Not a good defender, but can really light it up on offense. Can really good shooter, really good scorer. Can play make a little bit. Probably you want him playing off ball as a shooter, though. I think he's going to be really effective on a Clemson team that I do like. Number three, I have J.J. Starling. Replacing Gerard at Syracuse, um, another in-conference transfer coming from Notre Dame. Didn't see a ton of 
if he wasn't as good as people thought he'd be at Notre Dame, but still averaged double digits as a freshman. Definitely a lot to work with there and could uh could expand his role in year two, playing with, with Mintz in the backcourt. Number four, I have Salas already touched on him. Number five, I have Trey White for Louisville coming from USC. Um, Louisville's gonna be terrible, but Trey White was good as a freshman at USC and Hopefully Kenny Payne doesn't ruin him enough where he's still one of the best transfers in the conference and going to get his fair share of managed shots, all that fun stuff. Six, I have DJ Horn, solid point guard, solid one-two guard coming from Arizona State. Uh, Kevin Keats has done well with guards in the past. I mean, obviously, Jerk L. Joyner broke into an all-conference guy. Maybe Horn's next on the list, maybe not, but I think uh, he definitely has an opportunity for good minutes, points in that backcourt there. Number seven, I have Andrew Rohde from Virginia coming from St. Thomas as a freshman. He put up some big-time numbers all across the board. It was a first-team all-conference guy in his summit as a freshman. Um, we'll see if he can expand his defensive game coming for Virginia, but good good size for a guard. Um, again, good score from all three levels. Should, make, uh, should give some Virginia some offensive pop. Number eight, I have Amari Abram for Georgia Tech coming from Ole Miss. Think that's a guy that can really break out, in my opinion. Um, really liked the flash he showed at Ole Miss. I think he can be an NBA player in the future, and I think Damon Schoudermeyer is a great fit for him. Number nine, I have Jordan Miner from Virginia. Really solid defender, rebounder at Merrimack. We'll see if he steps up at, at the high major level, but I think he's still a good enough athletic big to still – be really impactful. And in number 10, I have Harrison Inger from North Carolina, former five-star, wasn't that good at Stanford, but I don't know if the coaching is an upgrade, even though Stanford, both those teams at Stanford and North Carolina don't have the best coaching, but Ingram is still a guy that can still play a role, even if he's not that effective due to his versatility, can pass for his size, good defender, at least will bring you some solid contributions there, even though I'm not a huge Ingram guy personally. Um, Moving to my breakout players, I have I have the combo of Isaac McNeely and Brian Dunn for Virginia. McNeely, I think, could lead him in scoring this year. Showed some real scoring flash as a freshman. And then Dunn isn't a guy that's going to score a ton of points, but he is ultra-athletic, should be a dominant rim protector, very athletic forward, should uh, should see an uptick in production with some players like Jaden Gardner, um, Caden Shedrick, Ben, ben Vanderplas, all leaving the program, so... Yes, um, Wuga, Wuga Poplar for Miami is another guy I have. Could be on my all-conference teams. Honestly, could be like one of the best players in the conference. But I, I think he's good, definitely going to see a big increase. Was good um, in a tournament game versus Texas. Yeah, I, I was at that game. He he really impressed me. Um, definitely a good athlete. Some versatility to his game there. Um, could take over. With some of their main pieces leaving, but still going to be a very good team <clears throat> um, there at Miami. I have Guillermo Diaz-Graham for Pitt. Both the Diaz-Graham twins have tons of potential. Guillermo may be the one that sees the more minutes right away. Both of them very skilled big man, good rim protectors. Um, I think Guillermo is the more of a true five, but I, I don't know. I mixed up. Jorge Diaz-Graham is the other one. My last record guy was Devin McLaughlin for Boston College. Uh, forward that I really like last year was really effective when he was on the floor. Um, you, I, some people could go with Prince League Bay, but McLaughlin was better as a freshman, so I think that he was kind of getting undervalued. So I think he could even take a step up playing with Post, very solid backcourt, um, frontcourt. I mean, McLaughlin, very solid uh, rebounder, efficient offensive player, and should um uh, should be very solid this year. 
as well. But moving to my all-freshman team, I have two Duke guys, Jared McCain and Sean Stewart. McCain's more of a guard, offensive, good score from the mid-range, good shooter as well. Um, Stewart's more of a high-motor forward. Should see some minutes with a, a little bit of uncertainty in like the uh, big man position. Obviously, Filipowski's there, but he's more of a true forward that's just going to have to be forced to play to five. Um, another guy I could have thrown in was Caleb Foster, could also be in the starting position. It just kind of depends on who gets the minutes there. Um, all all of Duke's freshmen are very good. Even TJ Power, who I didn't have on my team, still one of the best freshmen in the country. So um, definitely if he gets the minutes, there can be a role for him on his team. But I have Elliot Cadeau from North Carolina. Should be their starting point guard. Very good passer. Elite court vision. Has some decent offensive skills as well. Good shooter. Um, pretty pretty decent physical abilities, honestly. Um. It's a reclass, so reclass point guard is a little iffy, but he originally reclassed down, so he basically just reclassed into his original class. I think he's like nearly 20 years old, so he's or like 20 or 19, um, but he's like old. He's not just like a reclass, like young, inexperienced point guard. I think he's just like, I think he's not going to have as huge of a problem adjusting. Um, Carlton Carrington for Pitt is another guy I have. I think he's going to be their starting point guard. I don't know how good he's going to be, but he's going to get starting minutes on in ACC. So can't really go against that. And the last guy I had was Marcus Burton for Notre Dame. I think he's going to put up a ton of shots. Um, Notre Dame is team. It's not going to be that good, but Burton's going to put up all the shots in the world. He's probably going to, he's going to lead to some solid points as well. Um, yeah. But moving to our individual team review, we will start with Louisville who finished last, last year, two and 18 in the conference. That's terrible. They're going to be last again. I don't care. They theoretically have talent. Sky Clark, former five-star. Trey White, all-freshman guy at USC. Mike James averaged 10 points as a freshman. J.J. Trainer, and Brandon Huntley Hatfield, good. He's decent forwards. Huntley Hatfield, former five-star. Dennis Evans, like borderline five-star freshman. Tyler Johnson, Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams, good recruits. Who cares? Kenny Payne is coaching his team. Kenny Payne is one of the worst coaches of all time in college basketball. Like, he, It's been a crazy how bad they were last year like yeah they they weren't that good of a team but like they were should not have only won four games and he, he has them doing it the same thing like people thought like oh trey white trey white he kind of improved his roster like i like trey white personally but um sky clark i i don't love personally um at least based on what i saw at illinois um and i don't think this is a better situation for him based on what louisville has i mean <laughs> They lost to Kentucky Wesleyan. It was an exhibition game, but who cares? Like, Kentucky Wesleyan, what are we doing here? I mean, Kentucky Wesleyan is a, is a decent D2 program, but, like, you just should not be even close. Like, and then Kenny Payne was talking about how, like, you're not just going to out-talent teams. Like, that's the whole reason why they brought you in, Kenny Payne. You, because you were the recruiter at Kentucky. I mean, turns out he, I mean, just isn't, I don't. I don't know. That that's a ridiculous statement when the main reason they brought him in because it was his assistant coaching abilities. Um yeah, he's not gonna make it to year three. I don't even think he's gonna make it the the full year two. He has done a terrible job. I cannot overstate how bad he's been, but um hopefully the Kenny Payne era is done soon because Louisville is a program with still lots of potential, still like huge college basketball brand and Payne is running it straight into the ground. Um, yeah, they're going to be lads. Next team up, um, they also got Koran Davis, Juku guy, Emmanuel Okorafor coming back, Daniel Jovanovic. 
I don't care. They're going to be terrible. Uh, Notre Dame next team. I've been 14th. Um, love Shrewsbury. Don't love this roster. It's worse roster than Louisville, but Shrewsbury is just such a better coach than Kenny Payne. Um, Marcus Burton should put up some big numbers. Kerry Booth could be a solid freshman as well. I've heard he's more of a prospect, though, than media impact player. Julian Roper, Tay Davis, Keba NG. I mean, I guess those are your starting players. Um, Shrewsbury is going to make them like somewhat competitive, though. I don't think they're going to be good, but like they allegedly beat Xavier in a secret scrimmage. That that uh, is notable to me. Matt Zona, maybe he gets some minutes. Maybe maybe Mike is Shrewsbury's son, Braden Shrewsbury. I've heard there's a lot of hype that he could be a solid player right away. Logan Emis. Um, yeah, they're just going to be better because of their coaching. Like Kenny Payne, Louisville is 290th in the country last year. Like Notre Dame is bad. But, like, I don't know. Notre Dame's going to be good in the future, though. Shrewsbury has really been recruiting. It's going to take a few years. But, like, I, I really like where, there's, where this Notre Dame team is going. Um, 14th in my book this year, but they're they're going to be. They have a lot of potential. Um, Next team up in the standings is Georgia Tech, who I have the Yellow Jackets sitting at 11th this year. Um. Again, love Stoudemire. Going to take a few years, but they have a little bit more talent in uh, Notre Dame. Significantly more, actually. Amari Abram, a lot of potential there. Kwesi Reeves, a lot of potential. Well, was bad at Florida, but definitely has a potential to shape into a more impactful player. Um, definitely has, still has that potential. Good good athlete. Hypothetically, is a good shooter. Wasn't really that good at Florida, but Miles Kelly really solid returner. Um, Tyjon Claude. Big man from Western Carolina was good there. Uh, Baden Dongo, freshman that could contribute right away. Yeah, like Debo Coleman, Lance Terry, Kyle Sturdivant, good pieces off the bench. Tafari Gapari, a lot of potential with him. Um, Ebenezer Dabuna, solid ACC backup big already. Ibrahim Asako, Ibrahim Suare, Carter Murphy, some solid pieces to round out the bench. But overall, I really like Stoudemire. He's really going to overachieve. Still don't love him this year, but I do sort of like some of the pieces, and he's already been recruiting to a level that Georgia Tech really hasn't seen ever. So definitely a program with lots of potential there in Atlanta. He they're gonna be good. Just not this year, but like Stoudemire, if he stays there, I'm a big Damon Stoudemire guy. He has an NBA pedigree with the Celtics, really turned Pacific into like a contend not contender, but like top half WCC team. He's going to be phenomenal there. Um, next team up, going back in the standings, is going to be Florida State. Florida State, I have it 13th. I I liked Leonard Hamilton. He's I he's just getting too old. He just doesn't have any more, unfortunately. Um, quite a quite it went things went down really quickly. Um, they got Georgetown point guard Primo Spears who. He's not going to be eligible, but I don't like him anyway. Um, Spears is a very non-winning player. Um, he's won two conference games, three conference games in two years playing basketball, so that's terrible. Um, he's going to put up numbers, I mean, when he's eligible, but I do not think he is a good player to have on your team. Um, but I guess it's worth a take. I mean, he's skilled. Um, can put up numbers. Um, Darren Green is a guy... Decently like Cameron Fletcher should be fully healthy this year. I think was hurt for a lot of last year. Solid piece. Baba Miller breakout. Did I not do my breakout players? Um, 
Oh yeah, I had Bob Miller. I just glossed over him when I did my breakout players. I think he's a breakout player coming back. Uh, obviously, only played like a few games last year after being ineligible for a while. Um, he wasn't that effective last year, but he has potential. Cam Corn, decent big man. Jameer Watkins, VCU transfer. Jalen Worley maybe does some solid damage. Um, Jalen Ganey should be healthy after coming from Brown in El- er, unhealthy last year, but really good defensive big. Josh Nickelberry, solid score from LaSalle. Uh, Taylor Bobowin, incoming freshman. Chandler Jackson, Deontay Green, Tom House. This Florida State team was terrible last year. I think they're a little bit better, but I still don't love the team. Don't really love the players. Like I don't think they're really like that much better, even though they're going to be a lot improved at Ken Palm rankings. Still don't really like them. Next team up, Virginia Tech. I had the Hokies sitting at um, ninth place. They lost Rodney Rice recently, which was pretty significant because I thought Rodney Rice was a guy who was in it for a breakout. He is in the portal or not on Virginia Tech. I don't know where he is, but it's not Virginia Tech. Um, the good news is they still have Sean Padula and Hunter Couture. Very solid backcourt. Padula's score uh, can pass the ball. Couture is a really good shooter. Uh, Robbie Bear, Northwestern transfer, is okay. Um, not great, but he started at Northwestern. Northwestern was a good team. Can't hate against that. Lynn Kidd should be the primary big man. Uh, solid player. Mikai Long had some forward combo forward with... Uh, Good defense, good rebounding. Um, MJ Collins, maybe you got it breaks out as well with Rice gone. Good athlete, um, solid combo guard option there. Tyler Nickel, maybe that guy as well. Good shooter, score, didn't see minutes at North Carolina really, but um, I could definitely see him doing a lot better at Virginia Tech. Uh, Majel Potit is a good backup uh, forward. Patrick Wessler, maybe a guy to look out for. Um, retro freshman should be a very solid backup center. I actually think um, could surprise some people. Brandon Rexheiner, John Camden, Jaden Young, just uh, rounding out the roster. It it sucks that Rice left. Um, that that was big because I I, I thought he was going to be a big piece of why they could be sneaky competitive. I still don't think they'll be terrible, but I wouldn't anticipate them to be a tournament team now after this. Not that I was before, but I thought they had a okay chance. Um. Moving to our next team, we have Boston College, who was sneaky 9-11 last year in ACC. Even though they like weren't weren't good analytically, didn't have a good record. Like they were competitive in conference play. I'm seeing at 12th. Um, I really like Quentin Post. Like this roster is really not bad. Like I think they're better than some people think. Maybe McLaughlin is a guy I like. Obviously, Prince of League Bay could also have a big sophomore job. Claudel Harris. Reports have been pretty high on him this offseason. Transfer from Charleston Southern. Mason Madsen, Chase Kelly, Donald Hand is healthy after only playing two games last season. Um, yeah. Uh, Jaden Hastings, Armani Mighty, Fred Payne, Elijah Strong rounding out a bench. Um, I I like Earl Grant, um, sort of. I think this is a team that could really overachieve their expectations. Jaden Zachary, I don't know if I mentioned him, really solid returning starting guard in the conference. Um but yeah, Post is one of the best players in the conference, and I think think this team can actually be pretty solid despite Boston College usually being like a pretty bad basketball school. I think they can, I mean, not like super great, but I think they can definitely win some games. can be sneaky, competitive in the conference. Yeah, I'm seeing 12th, which is better than some teams at the bottom for sure. Um, next team up in the standings is going to be Syracuse. I have Syracuse at six this year. 
Uh, I have five tournament teams, so I have them just outside, but I really do like Syracuse. I think it was time for a change with Adrian Autry now to coach, uh, taking over for Jim Beheim. think they can definitely improve there. Um, think that, I mean, maybe with fresh young face in the program, obviously Judah Mintz, a great returner, J.J. Sterling, those, that should be a high-level backcourt if Sterling is able to live up to his expectations, coming back home to Syracuse. Chris Bell, good good rising sophomore class. Chris Bell, Malik Brown, Chance Westry is currently hurt, but I don't know what, what his timetable is, but he could be solid Auburn transfer. Justin Taylor, Quadir Copeland, Kyle Cuffey. Apparently there's been good reports about him coming from Kansas, didn't play there. Um, but yeah, Benny Williams, I think it's currently like suspended or something, but if he's able to live up to, live up to his potential, he could be really good. Naheem McLeod, big man in, in conference transfer from Florida State. Really, really big guy, like 7'3 or something. Florida State just turns out those bigs like that. So he should be impactful due to his size. Um, Monir Hima, another backup big. Yeah, William Patterson, Peter Carey, also backup bigs. So, yeah, I think there's definitely a talent on this team to be a lot better than they were last year. Mint should be a high-level point guard. Overall, I think Syracuse is going to be a lot, yeah, just a lot better to not going to play the Bayheim zone anymore, according to Audrey, at least. We'll see how defense looks now, but it's good. He's not just doing, he's not just Bayheim part two, kind of implementing his own stuff. The game is changing. Got to keep up with it. And he, he isn't a good this offseason. I'm, I'm getting higher on Audrey by the day. He's something I'm, he's someone I'm continually growing on. Um, Next team is up in standings is Wake Forest. Um, I have the Demon Deacons sitting at seventh in the conference. Steve Forbes has been phenomenal with developing transfers. He has a few this year. Um, Hunter Salas, the big name to watch out for. Um, Cam Hildreth, also a big breakout guy. Obviously, or big. He had a huge game in his secret scrimmage versus Alabama. Um, definitely could. He was the leading, second leading returning scorer last year, but I think he could definitely still be a very solid piece. Um, could even be like an all-conference guy. Uh, Kevin Boopy Miller from Central Michigan was limited to some games last year due to injury, only four games, but could be a solid point guard. Um, any conference can score, can pass. Andrew Carr, versatile forward. Damari Monsanto, really good shooter. Not going to be healthy right away, but really solid player. Uh, Matthew Marsh shot like 90% from the field. Good. I mean, you're, you know what you're getting from him. He's going to get inside layups, dunks, going to be effective there. Uh, Abramo Sanka coming from UCLA has a lot of potential there. Didn't play much as a freshman, but has some potential. Zach Keller, uh, another rising sophomore. Jowie Tuka, I think, is hurt right now. Um, Efton Reed could be really good if he gets a waiver, but that's not going to happen. But if he was eligible, he'd be really valuable as an inside physical big man rim protector, something that Marsh doesn't really give you. Um Freshman class, Parker Fredrickson, Marcus Mitrovic, Mitrovic, Marion, Aaron Clark. Some solid players. Not sure if you're going to see too many minutes right away, but solid class to keep an eye on over the coming years. So, yeah, I really like Steve Forbes' ability to develop. It all comes down to how sal good Salas is, I think. If he's good, they could be like a sneaky tournament team. But I, I don't know what this team – I'm not sure. We'll have to see. This is a team that I'm really interested to see how, how everything kind of fits together, how transfers look. How the returners look, how good how soon Monsanto's back. Next team is North Carolina. They were 
extremely disappointing. Number one team last year preseason did not make the tournament. I had number three this year though. Losing Caleb Love is a good thing, and that, that's someone saying that's some coming from someone that me personally, I think Caleb Love is going to be amazing at Arizona. The change needed to happen though. Caleb Love is a good player. Um, I think people hating him too much, but people hating him at North Carolina rightfully so. Like it just wasn't a good. He was taking really inefficient shots. Um, definitely, definitely good that he got a big coaching upgrade. And that's the thing. I don't think Hubert Davis is that good of a coach, but I think he's made this roster better. Um, the more I look at it, Davis was a better out of the backcourt players. Baycott, dominant rebounder. Cadeau, really solid point guard commit. And they filled him with he filled him with good role players. Hormack, Ryan, and Harrison Ingram. They're not going to light the role on fire, but they're going to play some solid winning basketball, I think. Um, Seth Trimble, a bench point guard, and maybe could see some increased minutes. Jalen Washington, rising sophomore forward as well. Uh, Paxton Wojcik, Jalen Withers, some other transfers. Uh, James Oconquo, good back. A big man, Zayden High. Maybe could sneak into rotation. Maybe not, though. Davis did not love to play his bench last year. Um, so we'll see if that changes this year. Now they have maybe a little more talent down there. But yeah, overall, I think it's just a better put together team. Um, I think they're going to be a solid top 25 team, bottom end top 25, but definitely think this won't be a complete disaster. And or if it is, Davis should be counting his days because um, he, he has not been that good outside. I mean, he obviously made the national championship in his first year, but that whole season leading up to that was a disappointment. And then he, Win a few games in March, Caleb Love went off, but I wouldn't count it out to his coaching. But I mean, still have to give credit where credit is due. We'll we'll see this year. This will be a big telling year for how good he is. Um, not completely out on him yet, but I'm not in on him at all, really. Um, NC State though, next up, they made a tournament last year. They did lose a lot though. I have them. I have them at um eighth. I think it could still be solid. Kevin Keats did a good job with the backcourt. This year, it's not Trey Craven Smith and Jarkel Joyner. It is DJ Horn and Jaden Taylor. S- significant downgrade, but also Jarkel Joyner wasn't amazing. I mean, I, I liked him underratedly coming into NG State, but he wasn't what he was um, before then. So maybe DJ Horn, Jaden Taylor can see big breakouts. Uh, Casey Morsell, really efficient, low usage player coming back. I think he could be really good. We'll see if he gets an uptick in usage. MJ Rice, I think, has like been not win with the team or something. But he's a guy I do like for a breakout coming from Kansas. Strong, strong wing forward. Um, very highly impactful player there if he's healthy. DJ Burns, really big inside skilled center. Um, was playing really good end of season. I think he could carry that over. Um, they got some transfers fill at the bench. Michael O'Connell from Stanford. Solid defensive pass first point guard. He can play some minutes at least. Ben Middlebrook, solid backup big from Clemson. Also got Mohamed Yara as a backup big. Cam Woods from North Carolina AT. Don't think he's going to be eligible, but if he is, can light can light it up. Good, good spark plug offensively off the bench. Ernest Ross, good athlete. LJ Thomas. Breon Pass, maybe some guys that could see expand roles after not doing much so far. Dennis Parker, the lone freshman coming in. Uh, borderline top 100 recruits. I don't know how much minutes he's going to get right away, quite frankly. But yeah, NC State, we'll see how this is. This is kind of how good it will be. It all depends on Keats. Like he, um, 
he's been up and down last year making tournament kind of saved him and we'll see if he can be as successful with this group of transfers um definitely think there's some potential so we will see how good it actually ends up being but next team is Clemson on the list I have the Tigers at fourth in the conference it's a team I really like this year um PJ Hall I love healthy PJ Hall should like maybe being all American the whole season. Um, Joseph Gerard, Chase Hunter, really solid backcourt. Gerard can really score the ball. Hunter can also score a little bit. Good passer, so good backcourt duo there. Um, Ian Shefflin could be in for an expanded role on the wing forward. Jack Clark, really solid transfer get in conference from NC State. A lot of ACC transfer state in conference. But yeah, Clark should be a solid player. Can. Not a great shooter, but shoots shoots too many threes for how bad of a shooter he is. But good inside scorer, good defender, should help them when he's fully healthy. I think he's a little banged up right now. But Alex Hemingway, good shooter off the bench. He might be hurt too. Um, RJ Godfredo, maybe a guy that breaks out as a sophomore. Jake Heidbrother, good scorer. Uh, Boss Leda, good. Um, decent backup big. Uh, Dylan Hunter, Joshua Beadle, backup guard. Chauncey Wiggins, Dredger, freshman. Asa Thomas is a lone incoming freshman. Overall, though, decent decent team. I, I think their offense is going to be really fun to watch. I think they will definitely uh, make the tournament after after a disappointing year last year. They they were good enough to make tournament. They had the wins. They just had a bad. They had bad. They had a lot of bad losses, which kind of ultimately did them in and sent them back into the NIT. So, yeah, I mean, if they just avoid those bad losses, I think they'll be fine. PJ Hall is amazing, so. Yeah, next team, Pittsburgh. They were surprisingly amazing last year. Um, Capel really turned the team around and saved his job as well. But he's facing a new challenge. No Demarius Byrne, no Nelly Cummings, no Dior Johnson, too. Never played a game there, but um, is off to Juco after getting kicked off the team. I think that was more of an administration thing than a basketball coach thing. But either way, he is a Juco now. The formerly highly rated prospect has been to his, like, a million schools, a million colleges, a million uh, high schools, and still never played a game. Maybe he's playing a Juco now, though. I know he played in some, like, Juco, like, showcase. Not sure if he's actually played in games yet. We'll see how that goes. But Hinson's going to be amazing. Federico, Federico, um, solid, like, defensive, big. He's a guy that you know what you're getting out of. Diaz Graham, twins, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of potential, a lot of length in those two guys, skilled, um, skilled for his size. Uh, Ishmael Leggett, um coming from Rhode Island. Good score there. Rhode Island was bad, so don't know how good he's going to translate, but definitely a lot of potential there. Um, overall, good guards. Zach Austin from High Point. Another guy coming from a bad team, but he has a lot of potential. Really athletic player. Has some shooting potential. Really good in defense, and I think he's a player that will translate very well to the high major level. Carlton Carrington, Jalon Lowe. Those are the freshmen that are, you're going to look to step up. William Jeffers coming back from injury. Michael Hewitt Jr., a guard coming from D2 ranks, which he uh he's just he's playing because um Nick Pitt needed guard depth. He could provide some shooting off the bench. There are worse things you can do. Would rather have Hewitt in an empty roster spot, I think. Uh Marlon Barnes. I also got Papa Conte, former Michigan commit, although he is injured out for the season, but should be a solid piece when he is healthy. Um, yeah, overall, I think they'll. Uh, I forgot to say where I had them. I had them. At, I had them at tenth. Don't love too much out of Hinson, but I don't know. This is this could be another Capella. You're telling how good he actually is. Um, we will see. 
Uh, I'm not super high in his pit team, but I wasn't high in him at all last year, and they were good. So maybe Campbell can prove me wrong again, but I think this roster is worse. We will see how it all goes down. Next team, though, Duke. I've been first. Um, I think they're clearly the best team in the conference, one of the best teams in the country. It's insane that they got four stars back, Jeremy Roach, Tyrese Proctor, Mark Mitchell, Kyle Filipowski, from a team that was so good last year. Ryan Young, I think, might have started some games as well, solid backup big, but Filipowski was one of the best freshmen in the country, will be one of the best players in the country as a sophomore. Same with Tyrese Proctor, a lot of hype around him. Mark Mitchell, very solid two-way player, athletic defender, um, would miss the last game of the season versus Tennessee, should be fully good now. Um, Jeremy Roach, another really solid guard. Uh, Jared McCain, Sean Stewart, TJ Power, Caleb Foster, the incoming freshman. Shire is a beast on their recruiting trail um, in his second year. His 2024 classes are insane. I already got Cooper Flag, obviously. Patrick Ngangba, Isaiah Evans, Con Nupel. Um, But supposedly someone's going to leave that class. Um, word on the street, probably um, Con is going to decommit. I don't know. That's what I've been hearing. It's for the, the rumor, the buzz. I don't really know anything, but off the off the bench, I have some guys. Christian Reeves could be another guy that takes a step up as like a rim protector, uh, center. Jaden Shoot should be a good shooter off the bench. Jalen Blake's good defender off the bench as well. Yeah, but Ryan Young, good, good inside score, solid efficiency player in the in the right system setting. So yeah, Duke is going to be amazing. The continuity is unheard of for a Duke team. They have really good players, but like those guys should all take jumps. This rising sophomores, McCain, Foster, one of those guys should be a starter right away. Maybe Stewart, if they play line up a different way. I think Stewart, high motor, high energy. Ford could make an impact right away. Um, there's a lot to like about this team. I think they're clearly the best in the conference, but yeah. Next team up is Virginia, who I have fifth. Um, when I posted my Virginia video this offseason about their preview, Virginia fans were not happy, but like that's they're just biased. Um, but I don't I don't love this roster. That's the reason why. I think if this was not but coached by Tony Bent, this would not be that good of a team. Reese Beekman, he, he's never gonna be like a scorer, but he's still a very good passer, very good defender. You'll you'll take what you can get from him. Isaac McNeely's a guy I think could break out. Um Andrew Rohde, good transfer. Don't know how he's going to shape out on defense, but should be a skilled offensive player coming from St. Thomas. Obviously, Dunn, big breakout guy, room protection, athleticism. Jordan Minor coming from Merrimack. They have Jacob Groves coming from Oklahoma. Solid rotational player there. Um, Dante Harris coming from, it is 10 o'clock. College basketball has started now, but I am still podcasting, obviously. Uh, Dante Harris coming from Georgetown two years ago. Wasn't that good year, but uh, Tony Benz, Significantly better than Patrick Ewing. Very, very significantly. There's they're actually like the opposite ends of the spectrum. Leon Bond, redshirt freshman. Tane Murray could take a jump in rotation. Elijah Gertrude, if he's fully healthy, should be a impactful freshman. Blake Buchanan could be sneaky, like starting. I think he started your exhibition game. Anthony Robinson, Christian Bliss, redshirt freshman, round out the roster. So, um, yeah. I really don't love the roster. They've lost a lot of guys. They lost, obviously, Armand, Armand Franklin, Jaden Gardner, Kia Clark, Ben Vanderplas, Caden Shedrick, and I not don't really love the whole ro- ro- roster as a whole. I think it's okay enough for them to make tournament under Tony Bennett. Don't see this as a top 25 team, but, I mean, I'm never going to count out Tony Bennett at the end of the day. I think he's still 
one of the best coaches, pound for pound, maybe the best coach in the country. So I think Virginia will still be a very solid team. Fifth in the ACC, have them making the tournament. But the final team is Miami, who won the conference last year, regular season at least, uh, at least their first in Ken Palm. I mean, they tied for Virginia. Virginia might have been a one seed, but they, they both were 15-5 in conference. Miami obviously made the final four. Great run to championship. They lose Isaiah Wong, Jordan Miller. They still get back all conference guys, though. Nigel Pack, I don't think he was all conference last year, but has that potential. Norchad O'Meer, um, Wogo Poplar should be in for a big breakout. Um, Miami also has, obviously, Matthew Cleveland, very versatile forward. Um, should be a good Miller replacement, I think. Um, I think he'll be the perfect replacement. Even though Miller was so good, I think Cleveland, under the right system, can really evolve into that. Uh, Bensley Joseph could play some point guard for them, could help get the ball to pack, um, showed some flashes last year, average over five points a game, two assists. Definitely something to work with there. AJ Casey, their bench is a little thin, but AJ Casey could take a jump. Michael Nwoko is a guy I really liked as a as a high school prospect coming in as a freshman. Um, really high motor, undersized big man, I think could really make an impact, though. Uh, Kaishan George, another freshman, going to be really good, really Got good size for his position as, as a guard. Good uh, good length, good skills. Kind of has the full package there. Christian Watson, Ja'Kai Robinson, Paul Jobay, other guys around at the roster, but really like the starting five. I have them as my second-place team in the conference. think they can – I mean, they, they, they've had bad defenses the past few years, but they've still gone deep tournament runs, so maybe this doesn't matter for them. So I think they definitely have what it takes to go back there again. Not saying they're going to Final Four, but – think they can definitely be a very solid team and even with losing stars like Wong and Miller I think they can definitely be a very solid team this upcoming year so yeah that rounds out the ACC preview kind of rushed through that a little bit um obviously it's only me on the podcast today um needed to fit in before the season started so yeah I mean subscribe to our YouTube Instagram Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that fun stuff. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, give us a five-star review. That would be much appreciated. And yeah, that is our last conference preview. We are officially done with all the conference previews now. So it is college basketball season. We will be back with our regularly scheduled podcast soon. So make sure to stay subscribed. We'll still be putting out unique content on YouTube, Instagram, all of those platforms, Twitter. So make sure to stay subscribed, follow us there. So yeah. It's it's been a fun fun off season. A lot of conference previews. That was a thirty second conference preview we did. Actually, thirty first during we combined Swag and Miak into one conference preview. But that was our thirty second individual com- conference that we looked at at least. So we we made it. We made it. It is college basketball. It is college basketball is on now. We have we have made it. So yeah, back to our regularly scheduled programming for the next episode. Can't believe we made it through all the conference previews. Have fun. Enjoy the college basketball season.